Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. Get Lit is a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Nia Lewis, and this podcast we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. On last week's episode, we talked about Lucille Clifton. Today, get ready to kick it back with the new school. It's time to get lit with Jericho Brown. The cool thing about Jericho Brown is that he is a contemporary poet. Contemporary poets are a fantastic example of how anyone can be a poet and how anyone can really create art in this day and age. Modern poets are so interesting because sometimes you're able to look them up and follow them on Twitter, Instagram, or even TikTok. He was born as Nelson Dimry III on April 14th in 1976 in Shreveport, Louisiana. He later changed his name to Jericho Brown, not to really distance himself from his family, but because he didn't want to be third to anyone. He wanted to be his own person. And I think a lot of young people like Get Lit can really relate to that sentiment of autonomy. Brown had a rocky childhood as his father was physically abusive. Although his father denies this, the abuse really left a permanent impact on Jericho Brown and much of his work. His family moved around a lot. Brown had some behavioral issues that got him kicked out of some schools. Because of this, Brown went to five different elementary schools and two middle schools. But throughout all of this, Brown found a lot of comfort in reading. He recalls being left at the library with his sister, Nicola Demry, who is now a filmmaker. Hey, I'm becoming one. They would read in the library while their mother worked, and Brown started to read the poetry of many classic poets that we have here in our Get Lit anthology. Brown loved to read Anne Sexton, Walt Whitman, Sylvia Plath, and Emily Dickinson. But while he enjoyed reading those poets, he was most influenced by the Southern poets Terence Hayes and Natasha Thretherway. Growing up, Brown was very involved in his local church. He states that being a part of the choir and being a part of the church is the reason why he is a poet and why he values vulnerability. Brown explains that at church, you have to be really vulnerable. You have to be able to speak in front of people and you are expected to do it often. However, Brown's experience at church was also often riddled with anxiety after he found out that he was gay. He was a gay religious black man living in the South and felt a great deal of stress balancing all of those identities. In an interview with Jerry Redman, Brown said, I also felt like if they knew who and what I really was, they wouldn't love me. Brown doesn't consider himself to be a part of the Baptist church anymore and he goes to a spiritual center where he lives now in Atlanta. Brown graduated from C.E. Bird High School in 1994. Later, he got his bachelor's degree in English from Dillard University, a historical black liberal college in New Orleans. At Dillard, Brown was a part of the fraternity Alpha Phi Alpha. He got his master's of fine arts and creative writing from the University of New Orleans and finally a PhD in literature and creative writing from the University of Houston. While living in New Orleans before he was a recognized poet, Brown was a speech writer for the mayor of New Orleans. Brown is a very successful poet. He had a fantastic TED Talk, which you should definitely listen to, and has participated in multiple fellowships like the National Endowment for the Arts Poetry Fellowship and the Radcliffe Institute for Advanced Study at Harvard. Brown has published three collections and has won many awards for his books, including the Whiting Award and the American Book Award for his 2008 collection, Please. 
He has also won the Annisfield Wolf Book Award for the New Testament published in 2014. And in 2020, he won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry for his 2019 collection, The Tradition. In one interview, Jericho Brown talked about being a conversational poet. This is a style of poetry in which a poet writes the pronoun I and talks about the self. But Brown explained that while he does write poetry about the self and about his life, he doesn't want people to only consider him as a conversational poet. He has the same philosophy for being referred to as a political poet, Brown has stated that he thinks that poetry is political and that his poetry is conversational. In the interview, he said something that really resonated with me. He said, I don't think a poem should be a record for our lives. What I mean is that a poem must be a living organism. And I think that's very important for poetry and art in general. There's something so cool about how a poet can really create their own universe in just a few stanzas. Brown shows this philosophy in his art while talking about all of his identities and self-markers. Brown is a black man from the South living in America. He is a gay man and is HIV positive. He talks about all of these identities and intersections in his poetry, and I think it's so important because I've seen poets really struggle to find their niche. You can talk about anything that you experience, and none of your identities have to be compromised for another. Jericho Brown is currently living in Atlanta. He teaches English and is the director of creative writing for Emory University. Besides poetry and teaching, Brown spends a lot of his time at the gym working out. I'm going to now share you a poem that will be featured in our anthology. In 2020, this poem went viral in response to the Black Lives Matter movement and the murder of George Floyd. The poem is about police brutality in America and about the horrific murders of black people. So, here's Jericho Brown's poem entitled, Bullet Points. I will not shoot myself in the head, and I will not shoot myself in the back, and I will not hang myself with a trash bag, and if I do, I promise you I will not do it in a police call while handcuffed, or in the jail cell of a town I only know the name of, because I have to drive through it to get home. Yes, I may be at risk, but I promise you, I trust the maggots and the ants and the roaches who live beneath the floorboards of my house to do what they must to any carcass more than I trust an officer of the law of the land to shut my eyes like a man of God might or to cover me with a sheet so clean my mother could have used it to tuck me in. When I kill me, I will kill me the same way most Americans do. I promise you, cigarette smoke or a piece of meat on which I choke, or so broke I freeze in one of those winters we keep calling worst. I promise that if you hear of me dead anywhere near a cop, then that cop killed me. He took me from us and left my body, which is no matter what we've been taught greater than the settlement a city can pay a mother to stop crying and more beautiful than the brand new shiny bullet fished from the folds of my brain. Wow. Oh, that poem is just, it's so deep and it's just so amazing. And I'm so happy and excited that I got to learn about Jericho Brown with you guys today. 
So thank you so much for being with us on All Things Poetry, and y'all have a good day. Get Lit Minute is a production of Get Lit Words Ignite. This podcast is produced by Samuel Curtis, executive produced by Diane Luby Lane, and engineered by Peter Davis. This episode was researched, written, and edited by me, Nia Lewis, alongside Bridget Yang. Lucas Lane is our digital editor, and our editorial advisors are Kelly Grace Thomas and Colleen Hamilton. Special thanks to the entire Get Lit staff and donors who made this work possible, the teachers who use this podcast to educate their students, and to all students of life everywhere for tuning in and spending time with us today. If you want to hear more of our episodes, this podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts and on our website at getlit.org. That is G-E-T-L-I-T dot O-R-G. See you there.